Put your speeders in park, pour yourself a blue mojito, kick your legs up because it's time for Qui-Gon's Happy Hour. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first ever episode of Qui-Gon's Happy Hour. You might rem- you might know my voice. I'm Jordan Morpeth, the host of Making Lemonade, and today is our May the 4th Star Wars special inaugural episode. And with me, I have some of my favorite people some of the most passionate Star Wars fans I've ever met, personally. First of all, we have the Red Unit Inc. Rui. Say hello. To <coughs> hey. <laughs> What's up? What's good? What's we good, have, my brother? <laughs> we have, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever on any of my podcasts, we have both halves of the Mumble Boys. We have Matt Mumble. Say hello, Matt. Make some noise. I thought we were going to talk about Indiana Jones. <laughs> so uh, all of my all of my prepared material doesn't it make might sense. Come up. Look, it, I'll allow it. It is a joy. Om nom shivai. Om nom shivai. I'm going to vomit. Kalima. <laughs> and finally, we have yet another Matt. Matt Combs. Say hello, hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. The, the, <laughs> the host of Recast the Past. And um, in the, the the poor referee in the middle of the feud between me and Rui, but we're not going to get into that tonight because no, we're, we're we're being very 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 peaceful, like the yes, Trade Federation at the start of Phantom Menace. <laughs> peaceful, so peaceful, wanting to ne- start a war at the start. Negotiations with a lightsaber—that's what we're going to call it. Right <laughs> about one thing, master. The negotiations were short. <laughs> The negotiations were short, that's for sure. Well, guys, I wanted to start off by asking you all a few questions about your Star Wars fandom. I want to get to know where you guys sit um, with your Star Wars fandom. So the first question I actually want to ask you all, and we'll go through the three of you, is... uh, Well, first of all, I actually want to introduce what this podcast is. Um, it's just a chat. We're just going to talk Star Wars. We're going to um, it's all Star Wars all day, all, all Star Wars all day, all, all, all bonanza. It's a Star Wars lullapalooza. It's the Coachella of Star Wars. This That's is the Jabba's do. Castle of Coachellas. <laughs> What's that barge that they're on? What's it called, Matt? Jabba's sail barge. Yeah, that one. That's the one. <laughs> Oh, What's that barge it's called? <laughs> What's that barge called? <laughs> Johnny. Sail barge. Oh, God. Um, okay, so the first question I want to ask you guys is, what movie... Will, so we are recording this the day before May the 4th here in Australia, but this will be releasing on the day of May the 4th. Um, but I want to know what movie you guys will be watching on May the 4th. What Star Wars movie do you, is your go-to? Um, and we'll start with Rui. We'll go in the same order as we did. Rui, what um, movie will be watching? What movie will I be watching? Well, that's a good question because my normal go-to is uh, either A New Hope or Empire. Mm-hmm. But because of the Clone Wars, um, I might be watching Revenge of the Sith. But we're not allowed to talk about Clone Wars because my other half. Uh, yes, we're not going to be talking that today. Has not has not caught no, Thank you, boys. I haven't seen. So half, half of the half of the guests right now have not caught up with the Clone Wars. So we, Rui and I, may get into that on another episode. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Actually, I was either Revenge of the Sith or Rogue One. I feel like Rogue One's. I had a feeling you might have said Rogue One. Yes, nice. Revenge of the Sith. Really, why is that? Because of the clan was. Fair enough. Oh, because you want to go once you've... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. You want to go Ahsoka, you never go Basoka. <laughs> what? I don't know, dude. It's late. <laughs> okay, let's move on to you, Mumble Matt. What is your go-to Star Wars movie? Um, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I don't want to be lame and just say A New Hope, but A New Hope has been the movie, my movie, you know? Whenever I was sick from school, uh, I would watch A New Hope. Never. No, I know, but whenever I was sick from school, I'd watch A New Hope. Every time it was the holidays, you watch A New Hope because you, you feel like you're going to go watch the rest of them, but then sometimes, you know, life get in the way. Um, <laughs> 
So if you were like, what's your Star Wars movie you're going to watch? I always say A New Hope. And I even like the new, the 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 George Lucas edition where there's the weird fucking aliens out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> me and Rui love to watch that. And it's the a CG, fun time. The CG, um, what are they called? Not the, uh, what are the things that the stormtroopers are riding? I should know this. The Bantas. Oh, the Dubak, right. sorry. It's a do back. No, it's a do back. It's a do back. Do backs. What are the ones in the Mandalorian? I was going to call them that. Um, I can't remember what they're called either. They're all like the same species. Jumbo Wumbas. Jumbo. Aren't they Zeus something? The Boost Bablanglas. They're like. I think they start with a B, some sort of B. Anyway, we'll move on to Matt Combs. What is your go to Star Wars movie? Um, I'm boring. My answer is just Empire Strikes Back. Nice. It's a movie that I've always gone to back and rewatched. It's got, it's got the romance, it's got the action, it's got the adventure, and then it ends in an unconventional way. Like at least at the time when it was released, where you know, Han gets frozen in carbonite, Luke has his hand cut off, and they're like, guys lose. I think like what? <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoilers. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you've watched every one of the Star Wars movies, and if you haven't, um. They're 40 years old, so go and watch them. I'm going to go watch Empire and come back. Uh, Hug a friend. But Empire has just always been my favorite. And I will just give an honorable mention to Rogue One because I think Rogue One has the best Star Wars scene in Star Mm. Wars history. The Darth Vader scene scene is insane, and I lost my mind when I watched it. I, I just Every time I watch that, my heart just pops out of my chest. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's incredible. And just to Matt clarify, it's the controversial. Not, not, <laughs> not the, don't be careful not to choke on your aspirations. <laughs> that's awful. You know, that's my one of my favorite scenes is actually seeing. Um, you can see a brief glimpse of Hayden Christensen in that um, back to tank. Mm. They they CG'd his face onto that model, but they intentionally didn't show too much of it. But they've he was. His face was at, at very least like deep faked onto that version of Vader, and that's kind of cool. I don't know. That's just a mm. small thing I love about Rogue One. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Do I don't think know, Dex is doing right now. Played. I'm actually curious to see who played Darth Vader in that movie. I don't think it was David Prowse because he broke. Oh, let me find out. Was it Hayden? Because I no. know David Prowse, no. Prowse fucked up in. Um, by the time they got to Return of the Jedi, he actually spoiled some shit during the promos, yeah. during the press release. Plus, didn't he? And, uh, and George never had a very good relationship with David Prowse. Yeah, he almost he spoiled the Darth Vader boy? reveal. Isn't he a bad boy? He's not he's allowed to go to conventions and stuff? Yeah. Well, he wasn't. he's not allowed. He hasn't been invited to Celebration. So, ah. so, so he goes to other conventions like San Diego and stuff because okay. that's not connected to Disney or whatever. But yeah, I know he's not allowed. They've never invited him, and they probably never will invite him to, um, yeah, to celebration. Because he's a naughty boy. Which is a shame because not unlike Peter Mayhew, he <clears throat> he is Darth Vader. Like uh, even Hayden based his his performance off both James Earl Jones and David Prowse's performance. Like David Prowse is the physical presence of. Of Darth Vader, so it's kind of a shame that they that Spencer you know, those... Wilding. Spencer Wilding, who is that? He's My been boy in a bunch Spence. of random. He is uh, boxer. the, <laughs> He's the, a the best way to really? describe him yeah. for the for the listeners and for you guys is to say that he is the prison guard in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, foot has the headset on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, that, he is too. He's a big menacing. Pro- I can kind of see his shoulders in that shot from Rogue One, Invader's Castle. There you go. He did motion capture for Kilowog. There you Let's go. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really fast. Faster than yeah. I thought. He was Frankenstein in. The no, uh, let's not talk about that thing. one. Yeah, let's go back <laughs> to Star Wars. That's what people. Yeah. Are anyway, so Star Wars. Okay, well that's it. And and my go-to is the same as Matt Mumbles. It's it's Star Wars. It's my. I'm an OT boy. I found. Um, I I'll never forget the first time I watched Star Wars, and it was. Unfortunately, I wish I could say it was the original edition, but my father got the, 
special edition videotapes, VHSs, when they came mm. out in 99. No, 98, 98. So I was five <laughs> when I first saw it. I'll gold. never forget it. What's that? Yeah, the black and gold yeah, one. I yeah, I had that one. Hot. We destroyed those tapes. We actually lost the Return of the Jedi one, and my dad ended up chucking out the originals, um, which is such a shame because I would love to have that in my collection right now. <laughs> would love to add that to my collection. Um, but yeah, Star Wars is my go-to, but I'm also a fan of Empire. I feel like Empire is the Infinity War of the Star Wars saga, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, second question is, um, I want to know what all of your favorite moments are of all time in any Star Wars movie is like, what's the one thing when you think of Star Wars, you just go straight back there. So again, we'll start with you, Rui. What's your favorite moment from all the Star Wars movies? <sighs> oh man. Um, what a great one. <laughs> I don't know if there's like a favorite moment. Cause a lot of moments hit differently. Can I list a few? Mm. Yeah. How about, how about just list like, can I list four, one from each you've movie? Got four or five, or even three, as many as you can think of. Let's be honest. Keep uh, it on. The t- <laughs> why don't we do one from each movie? Because there's nine movies. Yeah, that's a good. Okay, that's a good. And idea. I'll throw in Rogue One. Actually, you know what? I'll remove Rise of Skywalker because we know why, and um, I'll <laughs> throw in I'll throw in that. Solo. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> all right, Phantom Menace of uh, Duel of the Fates. Yep. And that's amazing. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, should we do? Should we do it this way, or should we all just take our turns per movie? Because right, actually, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Take up. Right. We'll go. The four of us will go in the order, like Rui, Matt Mumble, Mac Holmes, Jordan, and then we'll go to the next movie. All right. Yeah. I'll specify. I'll, I'll specify which part of Duel of the Fates because it's rather long. The yeah. part where um, it's just after Qui Gon, Qui Gon's gotten stabbed, and you have an Obi Wan's like. Just jumping like, up and down, waiting like he's just like boxing. ready. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, um, that's it. This is it. And then once the thing goes up, he like charges him, and then yeah. that Floria throughout that whole thing was phenomenal. Loved it. He just he just like unleashes a whole new lightsaber form and a whole new like level of power. Yeah. You can see it. Like they intentionally made that duel faster and harder in that moment, just so that it shows that like Obi Wan's just like unleashes on him because. Because he's like getting his ass kind of handed to him at the start of the the duel. He's he holding his own. Kicked. Yeah, he, he's he's actually only doing form one at the start of that duel, which is basic lightsaber like kendo train um, training, which is something that in I think in Legend or anyway in extended universe Qui Gon decided to teach him only form one, and he told him once he was a Jedi Knight he could specialize in something else, and he ends up specializing in form three which is the defensive form which is that one where he like holds it over his hand the general kenobi over his head and that's pure defense but yeah that up until he fights more when he fights more he's using something else i don't know what it is but it's obi-wan's well the i i don't understand the forms as much but i i did understand that um that he changed from an offensive move to a, a defensive move where he was like mainly countering at that point like he was using Darth Maul's own like moves against him. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I think that's when he starts using <clears throat> like that defensive. Yeah, um, and that's probably why he's the best swordsman because he's a counterfighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. That well, he's predominantly the only way he could take on General Grievous was because he was a master of um, Soran Su, which is I I gotta look it up. I think it's form Bless three. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's form three. Um, but I'm not as well trained as I could be. Yeah, form three, which is that defensive form, mm. and that's how he could take on General Grievous, because Grievous is a like he just attacks with all four of his yeah his sabers. Do you think okay, Anakin good... could have won against Grievous? Sorry, sorry to derail a little bit, but if they had sent Anakin instead, do you reckon he would have beaten Grievous? Yeah, because he's never fought Grievous. Yeah, before. he does use. He hasn't no. So he doesn't have that history yeah. with him. Yeah. And he uses he actually uses a, a, a an attack form. So you might you might have you might find that he yeah, he would have he would have probably struggled cuz Grievous is purely attack as well. Mm. Whereas I think yeah, I think the only way I I don't know the forms as well as I could, but I think the only way you could counter what Grievous does is to use form 3. 
and you need to be really good at it because you're constant you're watching four sabers as mm. like you've got to think about that you've got, you're watching four swords that are constantly coming at you so you need to be able to counter them anyway that's uh, that's my opinion i don't know i don't know about you guys but yeah i think that's what would i think there's a reason why they sent obi-wan that's for sure mm. <clears throat> whereas i think anakin's form goes well against count dooku's form and that's why he was able to able to kill him i don't know I no, could be wrong. That makes sense. Uh, who's next? Fan- uh, Matt Mumble, what's your favorite Phantom Menace moment? Um, I feel like me and Rui and po- possibly Matt Combs are always going to have very similar answers. So I don't know if it's my favorite moment because obviously uh, the Duel of Fates fight is amazing. This first time we'd seen double-sided lightsaber uh, and also the first time we'd seen two Jedi fighting one enemy which i was very excited about as a kid because it's like you know i have an older brother you're like fucking man this is cool um but i'd say to be different to Rui is that i think that the final uh like the march of the gungans and then they go and then then they go peace (laughs) (laughs) throw in the boom boom no no not that part the end the 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 (laughs) celebratory thing Oh, yeah. I actually always thought it was cool seeing Jake Lloyd in his, like, little That's young... That's what I mean. Yeah, and it was cool because it's like, uh, if you're a kid watching it, I know that these people come in in the Star Wars when they're a bit older, but when you're a kid, that was, like, the biggest payoff. You're like, man, yeah, Qui-Gon sure. died, but, like, look at everyone with their peace, and I always wanted to touch that ball. I don't know what's on the, what's with that ball. Where did it come from? What is it? Did the Nabooans have it and the Gungans wanted it? What's what's the deal? We never heard anything about the ball. I never read anything about the ball. What's with the ball? <laughs> I think it's some sort of peace offering. I don't know. That's actually a really good question. It, well, it looks, can't wait for the Plus series looks, about the ball. It looks, it looks like maybe it was something they took from the Gungans and they gave back, like a, a some sort of yeah. tribal relic or something bit of a backstory that we need can we talk about how disrespectful it is that um palpatine was at qui-gon's funeral when he was basically the reason he died he doesn't seem like a guy all that much What, what is it he doesn't Mac seem Holmes? like a guy that cares that much. To, to be no, honest. of course, yeah, but He's like the, his to, respect. He, he feared Qui Gon. He was he was concerned about Qui Gon because Qui Gon found Anakin before Darth Maul could. Why do you think Darth Maul was on Tatooine? Uh, well, not, he's not going after Obi. He's not going after Obi Wan Kenobi at that point. No, no, he's not going after Padme. He's going after Anakin. I think he was going after Padme, but let's move on. <laughs> Anyway, uh, here we go. So, Wikipedia says it's the Globe of Peace. The Globe of Peace was a relic of the Naboo people. It resembled a small sphere, which, got you, we know that shit, and symbolized the years of peace that uh, reigned on the planet. So, it's, it was a symbol of peace. As nice. a gesture of good faith and continued relations with the Gungan people, Queen Padme Amidala presented the Globe to Boss Nass. Yeah, okay. It was just and a what is, Does it say what it tastes like, or...? <laughs> <laughs> probably probably the blue jelly bean <laughs> blue jelly bean <laughs> the blue jelly belly okay matt combs what's your favorite moment in phantom menace oh man i'm, I'm gonna be boring and pretty much say that what Rui touched on yeah the jewel the of best scene. scene like yeah. it, it's the best scene in the film and i it's like arguably one of the best jewels of all time as well like well, the thing was is because it was so impactful because we we hadn't seen light lightsaber fighting in that sort of speed and that mm. sort of style either. It was it was two old men throwing around swords before that, like in the originals. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a very slow, like heavy stance sort of fighting in all the other films. So that's what was so impressive about this one was the speed and the the fluidity of the fight. And then yeah. when you when you see and you don't expect Qui-Gon to die, and then you get the emotional weight of that on top of it. It's just a the the fight has a lot of stakes to it, and yeah, it's an enjoyable watch. The um also the music when Obi Wan screams no, John Williams like uses the tone that the notes that Ewan McGregor yells, and the music like falls with his 
screen like you can hear it like that as he screams it's just perfectly there's though there's just beats in it like that that i just remember that moment i was like that's a good moment like you just feel so much emotion shout out to john williams shout out good job john nothing without you how do you john um, I'm going to say my favorite moment is definitely within Jewel of... I, I, when I was a kid, I loved the pod racing. It it blew my fucking mind. Yeah, I thought someone would say um, pod racing. Yeah, the pod racing like is cars. just... Because it, there's, no, there's, there's little to no music as well. It's just the pod racing like... <laughs> Why don't you like cars? <laughs> Play with the lightsabers. I don't like cars. He got me. He got me, boys. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the pod racing game. I didn't necessarily <laughs> enjoy, game. enjoy the pod racing <laughs> movie. I think if, if you go back and watch it, there's there's these great beats where there's no music and it's just the pods going and that moment where like Anakin's little wire thing pops off, that's when the music starts up again. And the, the my favorite part is the suspense as he's taking on Sabulba on that straight and it could be anyone's fucking race uh, and, and you just know. shoots off. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking from like the young me. I love I that. Yeah. Role. I didn't, I, I didn't think at any point anyone was worried about Anakin in that. I thought that uh, ben Quadradinos was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the guy at the start that doesn't oh, even get yeah. it? <laughs> the droids going, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, the droids at least going he didn't die. Yeah. Uh, um, I like the guy that goes. <laughs> <laughs> the lizard oh, guy man. with the goggles. Yeah, the guy that goes. <laughs> Wait, should, should we move on to the to the next movie? Oh, yeah, we we're still in the prequels. I don't. That's one of my moments, and one of my other favorite moments because you know this podcast is called Qui Gon's Happy Hour. Is when Qui Gon's sitting there, med- actually in the Jewel of Fates, is when he's meditating, and that music, and Obi Wan's on the other side. That dong 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 dong. And he's just sitting there. I just I remember. I don't know. This podcast sh- is called Making Blue Milk. No, it's called Qui Gon's Happy Hour. The people have voted Blue Milk, <laughs> aka Making Blue Milk. Yes, I don't be on it anymore. <laughs> this is. <laughs> if it's called Qui Gon's Happy Hour, name one happy moment Qui Gon has. <laughs> when he when he oh, cheats in God. that gambling with when Lolo, he grabs he... <laughs> when he grabs Jaja's dang no, when he, when he when he he cheats yep. the Watto out of two slaves only one slave and then he's like oh I've got the force and I cheated that's not very <laughs> Jedi like this film yeah I mean oh. Qui Gon Qui Gon had the luck of the draw in that movie starts off getting betrayed his whole ship blows up then he lands on a swamp planet. <laughs> I think we got the worst of the the move on. And then, and then the he... let's 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 leave poor Qui Gon alone. He's the no, flagship I'm character. Not talking, I'm not talking smack about Qui Gon. I'm just saying that he just didn't. And then he's like bound to life with. I'm let's, not. I'm not going to use the R word, but you know. Let's, let's move on to the, to yeah, the prequel. We'll go with that one. Let's let's move, let's, let's, yeah, let's leave it with Robot. Okay. Um. Yeah. Do we, are we going to bother with Attack of the Clones? No. My favorite moment is how Texas all Diner. of the clones are CG. Like. No. You know what? No. 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 Can I? Can I actually say something, please? Okay. Thank yep. you very much. Uh, Obi Wan versus Jango Fett. Go. F- oh man. Oh yes. Okay. That's that is a very good moment. That's one of the only redeemable moments in that. And the noise that that his bombs make. Yeah. Obi Wan <laughs> being a detective was very cool. That it was pretty cool, yeah. The him, you know, and also Obi Wan says, "What in the blazes is he doing on Tatooine?" And no one ever <laughs> says, "What is the blazes?" ever again in Star Wars. <laughs> Let's not forget uh, Finn saying, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, go to hell. <laughs> go to hell. There's yeah. a planet. Uh, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, the Yoda moment was cool, and I just can't, I can't stomach the Yoda moment anymore. It I just... get shit for it, but I still, oh. love it. I still love Yoda. Oh, come on. Are you telling me when he pulls out that little bitty ice saber? <laughs> I prefer me? the Revenge of the Sith duel, though. It's just got more gravity to it. Like, mm-hmm. the problem is they yeah, literally... because they... of the... <laughs> more gravity. <laughs> <laughs> it it throwing makes... shit at each other. He's throwing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. I, I mean, it does... It's strong, but they don't really make a point enough of telling you that, like, Yoda was Count Dooku's master. The way that Qui Gon was Obi Wan's mind. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, like, I don't think that everyone ever... kind of assumes that he's just Yoda and he trains every because you see him training younglings at the start of the movie, so everyone assumed that's what it was. Yeah. But they don't make a point enough of it being like, no, the gravity in this is that like this is Obi Wan taking on Darth Vader. Like this is their equivalent of it. I never actually even thought of it that way until yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that was poorly portrayed. Yeah, poorly poorly executed. That's just George though. He he it wasn't it wasn't Count Dooku's story though. But anyway, let's move on to Revenge of the Sith. Um Rui, what's your favorite moment from Revenge of the Sith? Um uh, you guys might be thinking that it's Battle of Heroes, mm. but it's not. Ooh. It's right at the start, the Battle Above Coruscant. Ooh. When the drums kick in. Dude, I love that. And then it's the perfect mix of like Anakin being like a cheery smartass. And Obi-Wan, like, they had perfect chemistry somehow in green screens in a ship more than the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, that first okay. moment above Battle of Coruscant where Anakin's, this is where the fun begins. And he's like, I hate flying, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> and the buzz droids moment where he's like, I'll help you. He's like, no, 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 leave me. And he's like, no, 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 no I'm helping you. And I'm, I'm not leaving can't, behind. can't lie. The funniest line in that movie is like, where we're still flying half a ship. Like, that's... <laughs> I love it. And another happy landing. And <laughs> he just... Yeah. Swan, he's wipes his hair over and has that that cheeky smile. Like, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that's a good choice, actually. Okay, Matt Mumble, what's your favourite moment in Revenge of the Sith? Revenge of the Sith is pretty good. Like... There's a lot of good um, It's also, like the first movie of the prequels that I saw in the cinema. Because mm. the other two I didn't see in the cinema. No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, and and uh, I watched all money three. was tight. <laughs> <laughs> As a six-year-old. <laughs> but, um, so there's a lot of moments that I really like. I really, really like the, the Battle of Heroes, as everybody does. But um, the General Grievous fight was cool. The lizards. Um, the yeah. I'm not a big fan of the the Senate fight with the uh, old mate Yoda and mm. even because Yoda gives up, and I'm not a big fan of Yoda giving up. Uh, I like seeing Kashyyyk. That was cool. Kashyyyk was cool. Yeah. It's it's kind of juxtaposed though that moment um, with the Emperor and Yoda to the Battle of the Heroes. Arguably, that is also the Battle of the Heroes. Um, because Yoda being that, you know, anyway, it's kind of juxtaposed because, you know, spoilers, Yoda loses, but Obi-Wan Does wins. he lose? <laughs> he uh, he kind of just gives up, to be honest. Yeah, he retreats. Uh, he but, retreats. Like, we don't yeah. know why. Like, he could have just I think gone it's a power thing. I, th- I think it's a power level thing. He's like, he's just, the dark side's too strong. I'm not, it's a balance. You, you could probably make the argument it's a balance thing, like in that moment. Yoda's feeling that the dark side is stronger than than the light, and he's trying to channel the force, but it's it's unbalanced. I don't know. That's that's uh, that's my interpretation of you it. Sound like you're in year nine and you're trying to <laughs> make sense of a poem. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a literary. All right, Matt Combs, what's your favorite Revenge of the Sith moment? Uh well, I mean, as as it's already been mentioned, like the fight at the end is obviously like the thing you think of the most, but I would probably say, uh, <laughs> not quite that scene, but it <laughs> is the scene with Darth, where you, Darth Vader walks up to Palpatine in the Star Destroyer oh, and they look out on on that really terrible Grand Moff Tarkin impersonators there. Yeah, oh, I was oh, gonna say great, dude, like you... with a massive head. But just, just, just the scene of them both standing at the window looking at the construction of the the Death, Death Star, yeah. like. That's that's even fun. like Darth Vader getting put together was that was cool until the no, no part that was the no part was awful but and the way it's juxtaposed with the birth of the twins like that's that is pretty cool yeah Jordan I have a challenge for you mm. and I'm talking about you now. Yeah, all right <laughs> don't use the word juxtapose anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I well, that's just the you. Lucas thing. That's what he does. I know he does juxtapose a lot. Yeah, he did a lot of it in the prequels. He just he, he paralleled it. a lot of stuff like that. Jordan, so. you can just say contrast. Is the key. <laughs> all right, all right. Is the key. Okay, he contrasted. 
Do you guys want to know what my challenge is? What Stop is it? Stop swearing because I'm, I'm taking notes for Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I've, <laughs> I've done twice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have I sworn? That's all right. I'm, I'm actually excited what to go in and put like all different Star Wars sounds. I'll get a. Um, I'll eventually get a soundboard so that when you do a do it, I'm just like bip bip. Um, okay, so I heard something about the Padme thing that apparently Sidious was pulling her life force, and that's why she lost uh-huh. the will to live. To to yeah. save Vader, let's, yeah, it's a fan theory. Let's not going. Yeah. That. I yeah. mean, look, um, it's it's better than the the reason why dying of a broken heart. Yeah, you guys Ooh. ever been in love? <laughs> I mean, yeah, how does the theory How does Sidious know she's dead? Because how does he know she's dead if he has? Va- had Vader says no. But Vader doesn't. <laughs> how does he? Or I mean, you can make the argument he's just lying to him. Hundred percent. That's like their whole relationship is him lying to. Also, Chief Palpatine is from Naboo, so he probably does know that she's dead. He's heard on the grapevine. Probably yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Also, he's the emperor, but he's also like he's he's Darth Sidious, but he's also you know Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's he, for sure. He's a politician still. Yeah, and it would have he would have heard it through the Senate. Yeah. Anyway, so that's for the, life, bro. Yeah. My favorite moment is. Um, probably, uh, uh, again, obviously, Battle of the Heroes, but one of my favourite moments is Order of Order 66. Mm, that just that music? Me. From an emotional standpoint, that fucks me up every single time. When you when the music goes and the lizard creature screams as Obi-Wan falls off the thing, like, Cody throws him the saber, and then he rides off, and then he gets the Order 66, and it just sets it all off, and as soon as he sees him running off... He's like, it, doesn't he say something like, sorry, sir? Does he say sorry? Or, no. Nah, no. he's cold-blooded. Cold-blooded murderer. Cody, yeah. Anyway. All right, let's move on to A New Hope. What's your favorite moment, Rui, in A New Hope? Oh, Jesus. Difficult, eh? <laughs> Jesus. Um, the part when everyone goes, ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Makes the sound of a Tuscan Raider or no, a Bantha. Isn't that uh, one of the sounds like they Lucas edited that? Yeah, he changed it later. Yeah, changed the sound. Yeah, it was actually George <laughs> in a in a sound booth going. It's actually George in the sound booth going. Jar Jar is the key. Um, <laughs> like poetry. That's why it scared the Tuscan Raiders. Like poetry, because they knew he would be on Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, jeez, A New Hope is tough, man. Yeah. Because you've got a lot of Han scenes, and then you've got a lot of... Actually, um, I got one. The um, Probably the scene where they're rescuing the princess and is like uh, where Han Solo's on the intercom. And oh, then, it's so good. I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's okay. <laughs> yeah. How, how, how are you? How are you? <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> Joey, he shits it. Joey, boring conversation anyway. Joey, that's a Speed great. It up. That's a great scene. You know, Chewie shoots out. Have you noticed Chewie shoots out all the security cameras in that shot? Really? Yeah, those things on the roof of the security cameras. So as they're going in, they're sh- Luke and Han are shooting, shooting, shooting at the troopers, and Chewie just shoots all the security cameras out, and then like shoots a stormtrooper. I don't know if that was the original cut, but yeah, he he shoots all the security cameras out in that. That's why they that's why they call. Chewie's like the ultimate wingman for like anything. Onto it, man. He's clever. Okay, Matt Mumble, what's your favorite A New Hope moment? Again, like because A New Hope's the first one that we all see, so Mm. there's so many like just introduction to the Star Wars universe that things that yeah, binary sunset. You've got. The Obi-Wan uh, Darth Vader fight, even though, like, as we were saying before, it's all slow and stuff, but the first time you watch it, it's amazing. But I think if I had to pick one moment, and it's, like, all of Star Wars, that I'm like, that's it. That's that's the moment I'm like, yep, we in it, boys, and it brings it brings joy to my heart, tears to my eyes. <laughs> it is the uh, when they leave Tatooine in the Millennium Falcon, and they go into light speed for the first time. Oh, Nice. Oh yeah, baby boy, make me cry. And the stormtroopers shoot at the Millennium Falcon, hoping they're going to hit something that's going to actually blow up. 
that I mean, moment stormtroopers aren't the brightest as we can. <laughs> got the worst aim in the world in the galaxy. Mm. Stormtroopers, Imperial stormtroopers, sharp sharpshooters, or whatever he says. Like, yeah, righto, that was wrong. Um, okay, Matt Mumble. Uh, no, we just did Matt, Matt Mumble. Combs. Matt Combs, what's your favorite? Uh, a I, new hope. I am or absolutely star- shocked that none of you said McClunky. Oh, come on. Obviously, McClunky. that's a really good scene. But like, <laughs> that's a good scene, but it's, first. it's also controversial. Um, <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. Um, my my favorite scene would have to be when um, Han comes in and helps Luke out in the trench run and, you know, come on, kid, let's mm. blow this joint and go home. Like, just yeah. the fact that he comes back, because he's so cool and he's just like, he's just fleeing and leaving them high and dry mm-hmm. and then what? back and you're like oh my god this is awesome As i love kid. the i love the james l jones moment in that where he's about to shoot luke and then han shoots and he's like what yeah <laughs> <laughs> you like did you like my edit yeah <laughs> quite gone saying he can see things before they happen uh, and then i cut to what? that scene <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> That is such a good... It's just a weird... It seems so out of character for Darth Vader. <laughs> I had no oh, idea man. what character Darth Vader was at that point. Yeah, that's true. Like Darth Angel Vader... Anakin Skywalker, the best pilot in the galaxy... Get shot got, by... Got Han shot Solo. by a smuggler and <laughs> spinning in space for excuse ages. Excuse me, yep. excuse me. He the smuggler shot the guy next to him and then yeah. he bumped into it. <laughs> actually, actually, you're right. right. That's actually true. You're right. Yeah, it's the tie even worse. Yeah, he should have seen that coming. The <laughs> best pilot in the galaxy. He bumped me. It's not fair. He bumped me. Don't bump me. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, um, okay, so my favorite moment would probably actually be. Um, when, I always love says... when they're when they're on the ship. They get pulled in, and they're hiding in the in the in the um, smuggler bay in the Falcon. And he goes, "Hey, down there!" And then they come out as stormtroopers. That mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I loved that moment as a kid. I just loved that they were hiding in stormtrooper costumes. It just captured my imagination. They felt the shit out of the stormtroopers. They're coming. Sorry, I saw um, <laughs> <laughs> when they when they felt the. Out of them, <laughs> when they felt the storm out of the what? troopers, yeah. <laughs> oh, and they God. come out wearing their their gear. Aren't you a little short to be? How did it fit then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did it fit? <laughs> That's what he should have told her. He should have gone straight, like like nose touching. Like, how did it fit then? <laughs> <laughs> right up to her face. Oh, girly. Okay, let's move on to Empire. Um, what is your favorite moment in, in Empire, Rui? Oh, my God. Um, Too many. Oh, I know exactly what my favorite one is, but, yeah, one of you will probably say it. <laughs> There's so many. There's actually yeah, there so is many. A, yeah, there is a lot. <laughs> Especially as it as it pertains to being probably the best Star Wars movie ever made. Mainly, I'm trying to like hit the points of like what resonated with me the most when I first yeah. watched it, or what lingered for a long time. Or still hits you, yeah. I think uh, I'm gonna have to say Luke doing the force pull for the first time in the in the cave. Ooh. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, Saber? I was like, bro, this is this Boys. is next level because that's the first time. That's the With first the time we fight. see it. Yeah, of course, that's the first what time we see force pull happen. Yeah, that's a great moment. That's a good choice. I remember that making. I used to hang underneath out my parents' dining room table and put a lightsaber on a chair and pretend I was Luke Skywalker in the Wampa Cave. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's <laughs> like. That's like even Obi Wan didn't even do it in the last movie. He did the ooh by hand, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like showing you what the force is. Yeah, that's a great moment. As yeah. if he didn't push ooh. the stormtroopers off the ledge because he was yeah. tired. He's tired. 
He did it himself. He went around the thing dangerously. And, Here's a question for you, quickly, Empire. How many people in the original trilogy use a lightsaber? In the original trilogy? In the whole original trilogy, from, from A New Hope to Return of the Jedi, how many people, you just throw a number at me, how many oh. people use a lightsaber? Yes. Yeah. Who said that? Was that you, Matt? Matt Correct. Because Han, Han Solo. Technically, yeah, R2, R2 had it with him, so that's fine. Yeah, R2, okay, probably the question's it. more like, who ignites a lightsaber? How many people ignite a lightsaber in the original On trilogy? screen yeah. or off screen? That's when, he, <laughs> that's when he's cutting... The town town. The, the town, town town. I thought they smell bad on the outside. <laughs> yes, that is that moment when that, you see that's, the... That's modern Harrison Ford saying that line. Yeah. And then when you see the packing beans inside the inside the tauntaun. Okay, uh, Matt Mumble, what's your favourite moment from Empire? Yoda. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Knew he was going to say that. If I have to pick a specific Yoda scene, obviously. So when he's being a goof. When he's bringing it out of the bringing the X-wing out of the swamp. Do, do or do <laughs> not. There is no try. Yeah. But yeah. Yoda was basically uh, my best friend until I met Rui. So. <laughs> <laughs> Still is. I, I like in my life philosophically go back to do or do not that that, that whole you, you know that whole monologue he does about. I mean, that's not a great message. <laughs> well, he's got a the whole monologue about um about like you're you're trying, you're not committing, you're just trying to do it, you're trying to. Yeah. You know, you, that's why you keep failing because you're trying and the, he's trying to get it across to him like the 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 place where you're where you're failing is that you're beginning by at, at, at trying you shouldn't be beginning at trying you should be beginning at doing like that's how you're going to and the whole yeah the whole thing where he's like i can't train him and Obi-Wan's like, well, I was the same once. And I don't really remember him being the same once at all. He was he was very dissimilar was to Luke, actually. When he was a youngling. <laughs> yeah, was yeah a fair enough. Young boy in love with a Mandalorian girl. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Mandalorian girl. <laughs> Living in a lonely world. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Anyway, Matt comes. What's but yeah, that's a great that's a great moment. Um, the Yoda, the whole all of Yoda, even when he's like, "Oh, you look for a great Jedi Master." How good is that puppet, dude? It oh. still holds up to this day. Yeah, and I don't even know Frank it's a Oz, puppet. Frank Oz performed that underneath boards, and and Mark had an earpiece in to try and listen to Frank Oz, but apparently Mark would get a radio signal. And he'd start hearing Elton John while he was trying to listen to Frank Oz doing his performance because it was 1970 whatever, 1980 whatever, and he kept getting this signal. And Frank, he'd have to just pretend like he wasn't listening to the radio during the performance while Frank was doing his Yoda performance. And at the same time, Frank was doing the puppet and doing the voice and everything. Like, and they still managed to make that performance one of the best puppets of He's all like time. yoda you seek yoda right <laughs> man <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, god exactly. you know what i'm picturing yoda with them sunnies now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna draw it i want to put it on my body oh. <laughs> oh wow yeah so that's that's a little bit of um trivia matt what's your favorite moment matt comms what's your favorite moment in um empire well i'm kind of, i'm kind of torn between two moments because one is the shock factor of I am your father when you first watch it for the very first time. But yeah. then that shock factor goes out the window after you know it. Yeah. So I would say, I would say that the I know scene is probably my favorite. Oh, oh, oh yes. Yeah. Hard in kryptonite, as I would say. That's a yeah, the kryptonite kiss. scene was, was <laughs> shocking, to say the least. Yeah, just, yeah. just to have, like, you know... They kiss the end with like, like Han in stone. Mm. Yeah, and but then they have, have to yeah. have them kiss like that, and then just have her like blurt out that she loves him, and he just fires back with like an absolute like, 
stone-faced I know and it's just like the arrogance suits the character so well it just makes it so iconic as well yeah yeah Yeah, that is such a good moment and and it adds to the gravity it adds to the gravity of Luke potentially being put in carbonite because you literally see the consequences of carbonite like you see (laughs) what that means yeah (laughs) I like like your tip there Matt what did you say real life though (laughs) Don't, don't say I know when someone says I love you. It doesn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't say thank you. <laughs> they say love you and you go, ah, uh, yeah, of course. Who doesn't love me? Couldn't you? Goodbye. <laughs> and that, so that leads into my favorite moment, which is the final jewel, because that shit's like a horror movie. There's no music. All you can hear is the mechanic sounds and it just like, even Mark's performance, David Prowse's performance, when Vader just starts throwing shit at him and he's just getting beaten down and even the moment where he walks into the carbonite chamber and it's just quiet and there's no... And the first thing you hear is the ignition of Darth Vader's lightsaber and it's just... And he's just a silhouette in the background and it's so... It's so iconic but it's so horror movie and it's so powerful and it just adds to the ending of the film as well being that, you know, they all lose the good guys lose. And yeah, that's, that's definitely my favorite moment for sure. I'm back. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on to return of the Jedi. Rui, what's your favorite Jedi moment? Um, I wasn't too much. I still, I'm not too much of a fan of return of the Jedi. Um, but if I have to pick a moment, it would be the bum, bum, barge, yep, bum, and that, and then obviously that's also the first time you see the green lightsaber, and you're like, what happened? <sighs> green yeah. lightsaber. Yes, apparently they made his green lightsaber green because in the throne room, the blue, whatever technology they were using at the time, the blue just looked white, so they actually had to make it green. There's oh, another because piece they couldn't before. see it. Uh, they couldn't the see blue it. Sky. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, was was that the reason in the sail barge? That's what I read somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, it must have been that then. I thought it was the throne room. There you go. That makes a lot of sense, though. It would be lost in, in the blue sky, especially because of the way they used to, like, expose it and everything. It was a whole film thing. Okay. Yeah. Matt Mumble, what is your favorite Return of the Jedi moment? I know the one. Can I guess it? You're going to be wrong, but okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then go. I don't want to take no, that no, chance. No, you guess it, guess it, guess it. Oh, right. All right, I'm going to say... I have... Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Yoda, bye-bye. Oh, wow. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Yoda going bye-bye is a very sad moment for a young Matt Mumble. He cried for a long time. I'm still not fully over it. So it's a <laughs> toss-up between him dying and him coming back as a Force Ghost at the end. I would say that's the reason you have commitment issues. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Well, here's the whole thing, right? He said, oh, you got to finish your training. And then he's like, no, I'll be right back. He comes back and then he's like, nah, I'm dying now. (laughs) He's like, nah, you missed your chance, Luke. I'm dying now. I'm also a big fan of Ewoks. So (laughs) anything to do with Ewoks, I was all for it, dude. I don't care what people say. Ewoks are the the jam. Uh, When Chewie is in the ATST. And and it's very cool. And the Ewok riding the speeder. I don't care that it's dumb. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you get so defensive. <laughs> I'm worried because I know that maybe Matt Combs might have a go at me for liking Ewok. Sure. <laughs> no, he just laughs and then judges you from the distance. He's writing my name down. Never speak really to him again. Do well. <laughs> He's, uh, Matt, Matt Combs is like, oh, well, Matt lost the last draft. Matt's never coming <laughs> on my podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ewok lover. <laughs> Ewok sympathizer. Okay, no, Mac Thomas. That that's that's a good <laughs> You can't talk you ta- you can't talk smack, Jordan. Once we get into the sequel trilogy, uh, you're uh, gonna eat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. No, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm here for equal opportunity. I'm not I'm 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 okay with people's opinions. It's not opinions I'm oh, worried okay. about. It's gatekeeping I'm worried about. That's that's my main concern. And bullying. 
Please. within the fan. We'll get with. We'll get into that. Yeah. The, no, not from you guys. No, oh, no. okay. I'm saying calling me a bully. For lot a of, no, a lot of the stuff I, I see online and in comment sections and stuff on like TikTok and all that is it's abusive crap. Like it's it's gatekeeping, abusive. You're not a true Star Wars fan, all that kind of stuff. Like uh, how you, or anyway. But we we can get into that on another episode. Um, Matt Combs, what's your favorite Return of the Jedi moment? Um, I'm kind of like the same as Rui, where it's not really my favorite Star Wars film, but I guess probably Vader picking up Palpatine and throwing him off the edge. Oh, like, nice. Yeah. That's probably my favorite part of the movie. Unexpected. Mm. There's a part of me that's not very happy with the addition of um, James L. Jones's dialogue. In the new... <laughs> no, it's like... Um, it's, it is a no, but it's not a long no. It's like a no... Now, like he, they've added James L. Jones's. Whereas initially, when I was a kid, even in the special editions, he just picked him up and threw him. There was no he comment say a about word. it. Yeah, he, he doesn't say a word. I don't, I don't even know if I've watched it with that edit in there. I only noticed it when I watched it on Disney Plus, which makes me wonder whether Jack George actually did make a change to it when they put it on Disney Plus. I think every everything on Disney Plus is George's edit. Mm. I, don't th- I don't. I think that was part of the deal. Yeah. Do you? Th- yeah. Because yeah, I was thinking, yeah. like, the f- how has Disney not jumped on bringing the original cuts? And it's probably because one of the deals of selling Star Wars is that we'll never see the, never original. See the original cut. They're like, here, you can put it in your vault, but you'll no, not until maybe you never know. Maybe when George passes away. Yeah. No, nah, I bet might- you. I bet you, George, just to spite the fans, he was like, they'll, <laughs> they'll never see it. Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll never see it. You'll Kylo Ren's like the original cut. It belongs to me. <laughs> I like the cut where they use Mufasa dialogue. <laughs> you are my son. Oh man, yeah. I, I, it was either you are my re- son. <laughs> you are my son. Remember um, who you are. My, yeah, remember my son. Um, say my son. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah, I think my favorite Remember moment Simba, is juxtaposed. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite moments is probably um, also the dialogue between Luke and Vader when he's like, "I see you've constructed a new lightsaber," and he's like, "Yeah, I believe you're Anakin Skywalker, my father." And it like it sets up why Luke is handing himself in and why he's. You know the whole thing about his father and everything. That's one of my favorite moments from that movie. It's a it's a small short dialogue moment, but it sets up the whole final act and why Luke does what he does and Anakin does what he does. So yeah, that's my one of my favorite I think, moments. I think Luke could have done a better job than giving himself up. To be honest, yeah. That's a That's Luke true. staple at that point, though. But it's, he's very much a very, into the it's a very Luke Skywalker thing to do. Yeah, yeah. It's very. Um, it's a very Jedi thing to do. Yeah. Get captured, then talk your way out of it, then use your lightsaber. Very Obi Wan taught you well. I was gonna say, speak <laughs> the high ground, and he just throws the lightsaber. He's like, "Have you seen those edits where it's like, um, <laughs> yeah, the PTSD goes to the high ground moment." <laughs> And he just flicks the fucking lightsaber. Oh, that's so good. Um, I'm so glad we don't see Vader jump or run. Yeah, I'm very glad. Because <laughs> that would just... That would just I want to see him skip. We do see him fall, though. He he takes a pretty decent tumble down those stairs. It looks <laughs> funny as. Great piece of James L. Jones dialogue. Ah! <laughs> My son! <laughs> My son! <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to the sequel trilogy, um, and if we can get to Solo and Rogue One, we will. But we'll we'll try and make it quick. Rui, Force, Force Awakens, Awakens which... has a lot. Has a lot. I'm gonna say right now, Force Awakens has a lot. My favorite moment that gives me chills every goddamn time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're gonna think it's a different scene, but it's the scene where Han Solo and Chewie first come into the Millennium Falcon, and they're like, he's like Chewie. We're home. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. oh, 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 
I quite from, the, from the trailer as well. Yeah, that is that's definitely mine as well. I'm trying to speed yeah. this up. I don't know if I can yeah, do yeah. five movies, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Matt Combs. Well, uh, Matt uh, Mumble, what's your favourite moment? Mine, just quickly, is the introduction to Kylo Ren. We see how powerful he is when he stops the blaster. And yeah. then, and he's just straight up a badass. And I wish he never took his mask off. Thank you. Move on. Yeah, part of me <laughs> does too. Um, my favourite moment from Force Awakens is um, actually Han's death. Um, I think it's quite... Strong, You're a monster. Powerful. Like when Chew, when Chewie, no, not not that Han dies, but when Chewie, it's like Chewie's performance in that moment and everything. Han, um, Harrison's performance, Adam Driver. You know, Kylo Ren's my boy. Adam Driver is my is I'm a I'm a I'm a massive Adam oh. Driver fan. Um, he's my boy. So I love that. I love that moment. Um, and then let's not worry about Rise of Skywalker right now. I don't think it's been out long enough for any of us to really. Yeah, that's the, it, that's the reason. It make decisions yeah and it's it's too it's 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 a fresh wound so we'll leave that one for now but we'll we'll just quickly do the last jedi um rui what's your favorite moment in last jedi oh, and then we'll do some trivia and then we'll home. i actually enjoy that movie even though i've gone back and forth um i like the i like this this the scene the the ships going boom what oh right the hyperspace uh, part, the hyperspace yeah. part. That's my oh, favorite. with yeah. Laura, Dern. Um, yeah. Laura um, Dern. Laura Dern. Laura Dern, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's the last Although, Yes. Uh, Matt, Matt Mumble, what's your favorite moment? Uh, surprise to no one. My boy Yoda, come back. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> He's the Yet another great monologue. I've cried every time I watch that scene. I cry. Mm. Especially because Yoda's music starts right Ooh. before he's on screen. I'm going to cry right now, Jordan. You goes, move yeah. on. When he's like, young, young Skywalker. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay, Matt Combs, what's your favorite moment from The Last Jedi? I'm not, I, are, you a, are you a fan of this movie? I don't I can't remember. No, not really. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a lot of what the fuck moments. Yeah. Um, and I would say possibly the, the Luke uh, fight. Yeah. Unquote at nice. the end. Very followed, samurai. Followed up by something I dis like thoroughly dislike, which is Luke's death. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I, it was, I was really cool that, that well. he force projected, and I was like, that was one of the few force things that we hadn't seen before. That I was actually like, Kinda that's cool. really cool, and I like that they did, and I like how they like if you when you rewatch it, it gives you the hint. And stuff like that, like how he mm. moves his, like Kylo Ren moves his feet, and you see the red, but Luke moves his feet, and you don't. It doesn't move any of the gravel, and it's like, it's just awesome. But just to kill off a character like that, just like that, was a unfortunate. Story. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Um, I think it was very Luke Skywalker for him to do something like that, um, to make a last stand. My, that's one of my favorite moments. The speech he says before when you know. When he's like, "You're going to be the last Jedi. You're the de- you'll be dead." Ra ra ra. And Luke's just like, "Everything you said in that moment was wrong. You're completely incorrect." I like, and that fight is just really—it's very samurai. You're right. It's very reminiscent of Kurosawa Empire. I wonder yeah, why it's Kylo very Ren... much Obi Wan versus Darth Vader. Like, I wonder why Kylo Ren hates Luke so much. He's just like, "Wrong. You're wrong." <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad too. You're wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and my other favorite moment is actually when Luke um, speaks about the prequels, when he talks about how the Jedi, when he tells Rey the Jedi, um, they, they start, they messed up. Like, the Jedi messed up. They, they let Palpatine rise to power underneath their noses. And that's the first time anyone has actually recognized how badly the Jedi messed up. Like that, they actually didn't do the right thing, and they failed, and they stuffed up, and that's why he. I mean, I know he tried to start another Jedi Council, but it it makes to me it makes sense to his character why his character would. It's kind of an explanation as to why he's like, why would I bother trying this again? I tried it once. I'm not going to do it again. Um, they stuffed up. I stuffed up. Why try it again? We're just the Jedi are just bad for the galaxy. They're not as good as they claim to be. But that's that's one of my favorite moments. Um, okay, so 
before we go out, I'm going to do a quick uh, trivia. I have uh, I have one question each here for you guys. So yep. we'll do the do the same round, and I want to see if you guys these are picked completely random from my Kmart Star Wars trivia <laughs> cards. So Red Unit Inc. Rui, you, we're mm-hmm. going to go first with you as well. What does Tie the tie in Tie Fighter stand for? Um, now you can figure this out yourself, or I can give you multiple choice. What would you mm-hmm. like? Multiple choice. Okay. Why? So, what does tie stand for in Tie Fighter? A. Are you asking? Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm Go doing on. the game show. A. Turbo infused engine. B. Translon engine. C. Transfer interior engine. Or D. Twin ion engine. I bet Matt and Matt Mumble knows this for sure. No, I don't think he does. I know it from the from the multiple choice. Ah, uh, it's B. No, twin ion engine. That's my good choice. D, twin ion engine. That is correct. Good work, sir. Okay, Matt Mumble. This is your question. Uh, let me see. Oh, that's a hard question, man. That was really hard. I only got it from the multiple choice because I was like, I'd never heard. I've heard of it, but I don't remember it. You know yeah, I, mean? I couldn't. I couldn't remember it either until I read it. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, we got another ship question. Um, um actually, I don't want to do another ship. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna try. We're gonna try a droid question this time. What did C three PO say? They had gone. Uh, had done what did c3po say they had done to the tontine four a shut down the main reactor b disarmed it c boarded it or d shut down the life support systems uh, i'm gonna get it wrong what was the first one again so the the multiple choices a shut down the main reactor b disarmed it c boarded it or d shut down the life support system well they do board it but i don't think he says that so i'm going to say a the reactor good work it's the only one that i thought he said like that i can remember him saying out loud yeah Yeah. it's i got confused because they i know that they boarded it and then he says we're doomed and then he's just a little b word the rest of the saga (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Matt Combs, your question now um, to get a hat trick. Who did Darth Vader think was missing from a consular ship? Again, a, a New Hope question. A, the counselor. B, the viceroy. C, the senator. Sorry, A, the chancellor. C, the senator. Or D, the ambassador. Oh. <laughs> man they're all very yeah, close aren't they? i'm like leaning towards d I've, I've got b or d that's what i'm I've... leaning towards whatever the last one is yeah, yeah. i i think and what was what was b again the viceroy nah i don't think he would have used viceroy at that's that some point. fancy viceroy, menace yeah viceroy was very yeah good point all right go d it's d very good the ambassador that's who it was and the ambassador ended up being princess leia that is correct very good when you said so, Viceroy, my brain was like, that's it, that's it. And then you said Ambassador, I'm like, oh, no. No. I was, I was thinking no, no, no. of, like, how much of A New Hope was actually, like, universe built already, and Viceroy was not there. Yeah. yeah. And Viceroy was Newt Gunray from the Trade Federation. The that's most true. racist thing ever. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that, eh? Look, George wasn't always on point with his uh, race relations, <laughs> um, especially with like not very many um, African Americans. We don't need to go down that path. Anyway, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys. Thank you for coming on. Um, this has Happy been the first Asia. episode of Bygones Happy Hour. Oh, I, thought, okay. I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. I did. Making blue lemonade. Making blue lemonade. Mumble uh, blue lemonade. Yes, gentlemen, plug Mumble your blue recast. Recast uh, the blue lemonade. Making mumble. recasts with mumbles. <laughs> with the blue, green, purple milk. Recast. Um, 
gentlemen, plug your uh, inaugural your your podcasts, um, Mumble Boys. Plug your podcasts, one of you. Do you want to take it, Rui? Or? Do you do you do it? Uh, I'm mine. All right, so. <laughs> so it's a podcast where we talk well, over each other, mumble basically boys, two, mumbling the two whole of time. us, and we talk it's every over Saturday each other. at 11 a.m. Every Saturday on at 11 a.m. and on Twitch, mumble door, mumble door, mumble door, for the great wizard of Hogwarts. Um, check us out on, on Spotify, mumble mumble boys podcast. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Social media as well. It's Mumble Boys on everything, isn't it? And Red Unit on everything as well. The Mumble Ruiz. Boys on Instagram, Red Unit Inc. on Instagram. We love you. And all the other platforms as well. You can find yes. them there. You can annoy them on Twitter. You can annoy them on all of the platforms. That's one of my favorite pastimes. Come at me. <laughs> um, Matt Combs, where can we find your podcast and your, your art and, and everything that you do? Uh, you can find my artwork at, at Matt Combs on Instagram and uh, don't look anywhere else because I don't want you to. Um, and uh, for the podcast, just recast the past. Uh, that's on po- all podcasting apps and YouTube and sometimes Twitch. And you can also watch episodes on Facebook if you want to follow on Facebook. Uh, every week we do polls to decide who had the better casting. So you should jump on that because there's there should be a poll happening actually Very soon. depending on when you're listening to this, there might be a poll happening right at this very moment, so you should go vote. Yeah, yeah, there should be. If if not, um, as of the end of this week, because this will probably come out, hopefully, on May the 4th, if I have my subscriptions all sorted out um, or validated for this new podcast. Uh, but, yeah, there will be an episode out where we were all on that as well, and that's the May the 4th special for Recast the Past. But, and if you would like to find... Anything I do, just look up Jordan Morpethart. Um, we will have an Instagram and all that, but this is the first episode, so we're just figuring out what it's going to look like. But, gentlemen, thank you for joining me for Qui-Gon's Happy Hour. Thank you for being on the first podcast. I do really appreciate it. And, ladies and gentlemen, just enjoy Star Wars. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. Are you going um, to actually bleep out all our swear words? I'll, I'll try. Okay. <laughs> well, I will. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. Good, have a good... Watch your mouth, kid. No, have fun. <laughs> You're going to find yourself floating home. Uh, I got a bad feeling <laughs> about this. Monster destroyers. Cut that. Monster destroyers. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is Pirate Racing. No, I'm just joking. Um, love Star Wars. fun begins. <laughs> this is where the fun begins. And, ladies and gentlemen, may the force be with you always. Love you. I'm Nom Shivai. <laughs>